All right, I'm going to call this uh, one in the Bioweapon Blue series, the horror, the horror, which are two, or which is a line that was spoken by Kurtz at the end of Joseph Conrad's The Heart of Darkness, also spoken by the character Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. So he just sees the horror of everything. I feel it's fitting for the current situation we're in considering the bioweapon kill shot is still being administered to kids. Kids are dying. People are dying all over the place. There's total gaslighting, psychological operations going on. People are poker facing, looking innocent. And people are being promoted. So it's, uh, it's a terrible situation. So what I'm going to do is get these videos up. I'm going to play this one. I played this video before. This is this guy who is now the Biden's chief of staff saying um, that the unvaccinated are going to die a horrible death. And uh, I think this one will, will stay online for a long time or, or won't age well for him because he... Uh, it was Ron Klain was the former chief of staff. That's the guy who's getting quit. But the new guy is... I forgot his name right now. But he'll be the new guy. That'll be uh, Zintz. Z-I-E-N-T-S. That's his name. Behind him are two of the biggest monsters of the whole COVID situation. Fauci and Walensky. So I'll play this again. death for yourselves, your family, the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourself. They all wanted these vaccines during the pandemic. So this is Senator Johnson explaining the vaccine situation. They didn't. They were not as effective and certainly not as safe as we all hoped and prayed. They don't prevent infection. They don't prevent transmission. But nobody will admit they were wrong because the body count is way too high. They sabotaged early treatment. They completely mishandled the, uh, uh, the pandemic response. We shut down schools. Sweden didn't. Not a child in Sweden died. Uh, you actually have lower infection rates than when you're around kids, we're starting to find out. So, I mean, through, through the hubris... Uh, through just the arrogance of people like Fauci and people that uh, uh, were in charge of our response, we completely mishandled this. And no, nobody at this point in time will admit they're wrong. And quite honestly, uh, people who got the, the vaccine also don't really want to know that uh, there may be some real issues here. So we are in a complete state of denial. Uh, but people have to start facing reality, and that starts with the federal health officials, which they are not doing. I've written close to 50 oversight letters that basically got in the back in the hand of uh, people like Walensky and, and other federal health officials. Uh, transparency, honesty has to begin uh, sooner rather than later. It's not really trouble, but the issue of... And this is Fauci denying hydroxychloroquine again. This is fairly recent. This is January 13th, 2023. He's already quit. He shouldn't even be on TV. I don't even why any of these, know why any of these losers put him on TV. But I had to, in order to maintain my personal and professional integrity and fulfill my responsibility to the American. It's a total joke. He's just trying to save himself. Oh, look, I had to. He's lied so many times on TV. I can just prove. 
tens, if not hundreds of lives. Disagreeing with some of the things that he was saying that were just not true. Like a drug for drugs, we were running, but that would be a cure for natural remedy. But it was and his vulnerabilities for those with respiratory conditions. You challenge him on that about the bleach thing. How do you react to that? He's not really troubled, but the Asian child who's in high school, there's a two percent chance he's going to have silent myocarditis. Yeah, this is about silent myocarditis. Dr. Kirk Milhorn, M-I-L-H-O-A-N. May lead to sudden cardiac death. And we just don't know exactly how many of those with silent myocarditis are going to end up with with sudden cardiac death. But for a virus that causes hardly any problems for the healthy child, why would any parent want to take a risk? On top of this, and this is where my PhD comes in, this is my area of study. I spent five years studying inflammation in the heart. This is very clearly a cardiotoxin. Why in the world would we ask our body with this current public health policy to make a cardiotoxin that is not only toxic to the toxic to the individual cells of the heart, but to the pericytes of the heart and the myocardial cells of the heart? You're asking this. We are so careful about any medicine that's cardiotoxic or almost always gets a black box. And you have to do all these tests and procedures to make sure these people are okay. But we're giving these vaccines in a parking lot with no follow-up. So my question to you is, your clients, when you tell your clients don't take the vaccine, do they follow what you tell them? Or like for a hundred, if you tell a hundred of your patients not to take the vaccine, what are the statistics in terms of they're believing you. Do ninety percent of them believe you, or do ninety percent of them believe the government? Uh, especially for the children, the numbers are changing dramatically. I will tell you on my medical records, I can see where they are in terms of their COVID vaccine. Green, if they've had them all. Red, if they're missing some. It's, just, it's now a part of the the medical record that comes up. Almost every child I see is red now. So. The, the families are going, eh, uh, I've heard enough about this. It's getting out. This is some video I saw about magnetic beef. I don't know if it's legit or not, but uh, I found it to be pretty curious that something's going on with the meat, the food. The next one's Alex Jones, confirming a lot of this information about how toxic this shot is uh, on his show in Fort Worth. And when I say the most ultra-massive news of vaccines yet comes out, I say that almost every day because it just gets crazier and wilder. The dam is broken. We're finding out everything. It's exactly what we predicted from the documents and experts. And the CDC suppressed for two years that they were doing secret trials of the shots the first month and had massive heart attacks, blood clots, death, cancer, coming back, you name it. And they've just quietly let this out like you let a fart out in church. Sorry to use an analogy, but that's what it is. They're just hoping that people don't know that uh, this information's out there. It's incredible. And that's just part of it. Look at today's stack. I've got probably 30, 40 articles and documents and studies here 
There's a new Harvard study out that's, that the shots are causing massive heart attacks, blood clots. But we don't need the studies. We have the actuarial information from the insurance companies about the most accurate information in the world. And it's only the countries that took the shots that have on average a 13% increase in death compared to any year since they gathered statistics in the last 150. So that again, World War I, World War II had three, four, five, 6% increases because millions were getting killed. Didn't even approach this. These are Vietnams every month. This is over the top. Week 42 data in 2021 showed in the UK that those who had had the shots before getting the virus couldn't form an immune response to this little protein that covers the natural mRNA in the virus. And this original antigenic sin is like putting blinders on a horse, your immune system now gets tuned to that one region and says, oh, I know that, I'm going to attack it, but to the detriment of not recognizing the rest of the virus. And because of this, the immune response is narrowed in many of these individuals, and their immune system is now basically put to sleep in the sense that it can't mount that full response and provide a full broad immunity to the virus, which to your point, does, one, uh, does make one uh, more susceptible. And additionally, those that receive the shots um, if you have a natural infection, you make a special type of antibody in your mucous membranes, your nose, your eyes, your mouth, called secretory IgA. And so you can bind and mop up the virus very quickly when we're exposed. Whereas those who get the shot, they don't have these little mops, these little brooms in their tears and secretions. So we know that those who've been vaccinated can equally carry uh, high volumes of virus and transmit. So the vaccine doesn't prevent acquisition, doesn't prevent carriage of the virus, doesn't prevent transmission of the virus, doesn't prevent disease from the virus. And in a study that just came out a few days ago from Denmark, it shows that there was really, you know, we heard over the last year, well, at least it decreases hospitalizations and death. But the data out of Denmark just showed, no, it doesn't. I'm disappointed that the chief whip Simon Hall. So this is Andrew Bridgen out of the UK. I think it's an important story because they went after him just for questioning the efficacy of the vaccines, which they've now taken out of requirement for people under 50. So it's happened after he complained and the, the dam is breaking. But uh, they, the government and uh, uh, prime minister and this guy Hancock did some kind of like information war against this guy and accused him of anti-Semitism. I'll show some of these slides of what he said. He said he just compared this death of people to the Holocaust, and they claimed it was anti-Semitism, which is really a stretch. He actually didn't say anything negative about Jewish people. It was just saying that this is like a huge crime against humanity, which the Holocaust was. So they went after him and got him kicked off, kicked out. House of Commons or something happened to him. He got kicked out of one of his assignments. With the support of the Prime Minister, has chosen to suspend me as a member of the Conservative okay. Parliament. Suspension as a member of the Conservative Party, sorry. Party. My tweet of 11th of January was in no way anti-Semitic. Indeed, it alluded to the Holocaust being the most heinous crime against humanity in living memory. Of course, if anyone is genuinely offended by my use of such imagery, then I apologize for any offense caused. I wholeheartedly refute any suggestions that I am racist and currently I'm speaking to a legal team who will commence action against those who 
have led the call, suggesting that I am. Indeed, the Israeli doctor I quoted in my tweet has stated that there was nothing at all anti-Semitic about the statement. The fact that I have been suspended over this matter says much about the current state of our democracy, the right to free speech, and the apparent suspension of the scientific method of analysis of medicines being administered to billions of people. As I've consistently maintained, there are very reasonable questions to be asked about the safety and effectiveness of the experimental mRNA vaccines and the risks and benefits of these treatments. There are reasonable questions to ask of a government that is considering extending the use of these experimental vaccines to children as young as six months of age. These, ladies and gentlemen, are babies. There are reasonable questions about the side effects of mRNA vaccines, especially when we know categorically that the current risk of harm to most of the population, and especially young people from COVID-19, is minuscule. We have a government who indemnifies vaccine manufacturers from claims against the harms caused by their products, and a government who it appears actively look to remove MPs who raise questions about those harms. I was saddened to hear yesterday of my suspension, but I'm not downhearted. I've received huge support from ordinary people, medical workers who are too intimidated to speak out, and of course from those who've experienced vaccine harms themselves or to a loved one. Hopefully, the media interest around my suspension will finally get the issue of vaccine harms into the media who have been so reluctant to cover this issue for so long. An issue which is clearly of huge and growing concern to many people across the globe. Reasonable questions about the safety and effectiveness of mRNA vaccines must continue to be asked, and I will continue to ask them. If I cannot do that as a Conservative Member of Parliament, then so be it. Highlighting these important questions, questions about life, death, serious injury, must override party loyalty. I owe that not only to my constituents in North West Leicestershire, but also to the wider British public, and especially to our children and young people, who are the very future of our great nation. Thank you very much for listening to me. Would you like go to the unvaccinated flow at flow dart in Yeah. That's that's where I am at this point. I remember reading about how the COVID trials they were having issues recruiting African Americans. Yeah, but at the same time, like flow. What's remarkable about these Veritas videos is kind of the low caliber of these people who work for uh, Pfizer. It's pretty incredible. It's like, this guy talks like a valley girl or something. That's where we're going. There needs to be a registry of the people who are vaccinated. Although that's sounding very Germany. The Germany that you're thinking of. Because now it's different. I mean, now they're like the Jewish stuff. Yeah. Again. It is the perfect answer. 
And since changing is an mRNA, you have no issue of it counteracting with anything else. So again, you just shoot everyone. Drones. Drone darts. Easy. How do we reach the minority population? Blow darts is always the answer. Yes. I will cheers for that. Yes, cheers. And people are like, oh, the vaccine is terrible. It's the Antichrist. They're like, yes, our savior. <laughs> So if they start handing out vaccines, I'm going to go door to door instead of them. Oh, it's just your booster shot. Stick your arm out. Exactly. What's that? Oh, it's just a vitamin C shot. I'll get it if you're an undercover journalist. You can't quote me. I'll get it if you're an undercover journalist. You can't quote me. That is not really trouble, but the issue of... This is a uh, video of somebody who Googled died unexpectedly and could have scrolled for days and it says here this is not normal people everyone needs to wake the hell up this is worldwide genocide they knew the dangers beforehand this is premeditated mass murder hashtag vax hashtag vaccine death hashtag fauci lied hashtag covid vaccines fauci lied fj biden this part biden administration is neck deep in this whole situation so it's bad but yeah, tons of people dead. This is some of the children. This is a lady talking in French. Her name is Viviane Brunet, Brunet. And it says something like out of a horror movie. When two vaccinated parents have pandemic babies, not characteristic of normal babies, strange eyes, conjunctiva, standing and walking at two months. Totally abnormal. Clots. Poison produces clots within their circulatory system. And this is. You found out another pilot dropped dead. Really? Yes. You guys aren't vaccinated, are you? I hope. Yes. Oh my God. Both of you? Are you serious? Oh my God. You're younger than okay. Okay, guys. This is scary. Both of them have been vaccinated, so God help us. Hopefully, we're not going to have another pilot drop dead. This is just another terrible vaccine injury. Twenty months of hell. It's like they've been poisoned on the inside, like they got bug spray or something. With the COVID vaccine, obviously wanting to stay in the army and not wanting to be kicked out of the army, I absolutely got the COVID vaccine. Um, I got two doses. Yeah, so two doses, and, you know, after talking to a couple other people who are still enlisted, um, and their situation is not my situation, right? But I have been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder or disease disorder, whatever you want to call it, um, that will require me to be on blood thinners for the rest of my life therefore not making me eligible to continue serving. 
Now, I just PTS, so I am currently stationed at Fort Hood, and I bought a house. I did all this stuff, and, you know, my last day in the Army will be in approximately um, three weeks. Now, I could have taken the med board and waited for the process to do all of that, but I had already started my VA claim and things like that, so I just went that route. My question is, have you all or do you know of anybody who has experienced this? A healthy, younger adult, female, male, it doesn't really matter, having side effects from the COVID vaccine and what do you think we should do if it continues to hinder service? Mary Kay Raven in St. John's, Newfoundland. Um, I was reached out today by one of my very best friends in the whole entire world, who is a fellow freedom fighter. Um, he's in strength from his wife and um, fought really hard to have his um, children not vaccinated. Lost the battle to his ex-wife and two minutes ago, his son died in his sleep. So we're all very upset by this. You know, we've talked to our politicians. Um, there are, a lot of them are aware of what's happening. Um, we're being gaslit all over the place. One in particular was David Brazel. Um, I've had conversations with him on Facebook about getting together and have a meeting. I've sent him numerous doctor information. His response was that he'd book a meeting with me. It's never happened. As well as he told me that he was working for Freedom on the, back, on the background. Now, um, this meeting in particular is spent all summer building a new restaurant. So whether or not he had no time for us because he was busy with his own adventures or whether or not that he just didn't want to stand up for the people here. He is the lead for the conservatives in Newfoundland. I need you guys to remember that you need to elect the people um, that are going to represent you because nobody's taking care of us here in Newfoundland. So I'm in the parking lot right now of a restaurant that was built by this MHA. And I'm going to serve him a notice of liability so that there's no question as to whether or not he's got the information. And I'm doing this for Noah. Love you, Joe. God bless you, Noah. And uh, this one's for you, buddy. I'm going to go uh, get my GoPro on. And I am going to um, now serve David Brazel with a notice of liability. For the people here in Newfoundland, I should tell you that uh, we have a serious problem on our hands in the weekend at the hospital, there was over 28 um, cardiac cases that came through our emergency room. Um, you know, we normally have one tractor trailer that delivers um, caskets and stuff to Newfoundland a month up until, you know, the last few months since these vaccinations rolled out. And now we're up to, um, we had two a week last week. So we have a serious problem and now we're losing our children. And this is, uh, it says, Two nights ago, one of my best friend's son, who was 17, didn't wake up. This was for him. So. The kids are dying. The child killers are out there. Let's see. So here's a picture. The horror of the horror, Colonel Crooks. Let's see. So I'll go through some slides here. Sure. <laughs> 
let's see. Let's see where I'm at. I think I've got about 100 slides here to go through. I'm not going to mention the dates in the past I did. These are all dated at the early part of January 2023. This is Brett. He says, it's now clear COVID-19 natural immunity is superior to vaccine immunity by a lot. There's no science justification for vax proof if a person had a prior infection. CDC director POTUS must follow the science. If no previous infection get vaccinated, that was from August 2021. So that was way back. They ignored that. And then this is a squawk box and this is Scott Gottlieb. Somebody haven't focused on enough. He's just another corporate shill monster child killer. Says, I've raised concerns about social media and the threats that are being made on these platforms, says Scott Gottlieb on Alex Berenson being kicked off of Twitter. I'm unconcerned about debate being made. I'm concerned about physical threats being made for people's safety. Right, so he doesn't want to debate. Did Pfizer bribe its way out of criminal charges in Nigeria? Good question. Now, it was WikiLeaks cable shed new light into one of Big Pharma's darkest hours from 2010, so... Pfizer's been dirty. And this is Andrew Huff. He took an electron microscope microscope of SARS-CoV-2. So people who keep saying there's no virus are lying to you. <clears throat> this is Daniel Horowitz. So even the FDA now admits in a study that the shots increase risk of pulmonary embolism by 54%, acute myocardial infarction by 42%, blood clotting by 91%, and platelet disorder by 44%, yet unlike any other drug, it doesn't have to be included in ads, so they don't have to put out warnings about it. This is Thomas Binder, says, imagine someone wanted to inject you the construction plan for a protein form to the body without having any control over which cells express it in what effective dose, and then are destroyed by the immune system, transplant rejection. Would you not call him a criminal? And he's talking about Scott Gottlieb. Yes, Gottlieb's a criminal, no question. This is uh, Kelly Hospice Turbo Cancers, new diagnosis every week and otherwise healthy patients. Good morning. Thank you for continuing your, your fight to inform and expose. My wife is a hospice RN and says there is a dramatic rise in cancer patients, and they normally are six months on hospice and now two weeks or less before death. And pancreatic cancer is exploding. 30, 40, and 50-year-olds, too. And no one is tracking this, just in case you wanted another project. And Tom Renz is getting ready for a $1 trillion Pfizer suit. So he's looking for big partners. Good luck with that. I think a lot of these old, like I said, some of these old big firms who did the tobacco litigation should get involved in this. These guys are fraudsters. Simple fraud. Simple fraud lies. Easily provable. These are slam dunk court cases. The juries are going to be very, very angry people. So I'm just going to read a little bit of his article. It says, for nearly three years, we have been subjected to lies, misinformation, corruption, and death. And I'm announcing it is time for accountability. Our federal bureaucracy is corrupt beyond words, and the politicians are worse. Any legitimate scientist that is not bought off can see what has happened. And any with ethics have been speaking out. Only the most corrupt or lazy members of the scientific community are still promoting the COVID narrative, and particularly the vaccines. 
As the diet suddenly phenomenon continues to repeat in athletes such as Damar Hamlin and in many children, the idea that the mRNA gene therapy jabs posing as vaccines are either safe or effective is rightly crumbling. Unfortunately, this death and destruction is unnecessary. The simple fact is that prior to the release of these, quote, vaccines, unquote, the FDA was already expecting the side effects that we are seeing. See the leaked FDA presentation from fall of 2020. Further, the post-authorization study Pfizer was required to perform and that was submitted to the FDA in early 2021 demonstrated that these issues, that the issues these jabs were expected to cause were actually happening now. So they knew. FDA knew. Walensky is a total monster. The PREP Act provides immunity to the death jab manufacturers for the poison they created. This immunity is unacceptable and I would argue unconstitutional. That said, I do not need to argue the constitutionality of the PREP Act to file a suit here. I only need to demonstrate the willfulness that is difficult to argue did not occur. Beyond what I believe to be the willful nature of Pfizer's actions, I also believe it to be clear that a number of antitrust laws and consumer protection laws were violated by these actions. Oh, I bet they did, this is James Santolo. Spike protein is cardiotoxic and can cause heart damage. Our data demonstrated that the spike protein could induce long-term transcriptional suppression of mitochondria metabolic genes and cause cardiac fibrosis and myocardial contractile impairment. There's uh, Scott Gottlieb, one of the big malefactors. He should be arrested right away. The censorious Scott Gottlieb was a major influence on lockdowns. It's Jeffrey Tucker, January 9th, 2023. This is his article, the Brownstone Group. I think you can check that out. I'll go, they do a lot of the recent, Brownstone Institute, excuse me. They've been doing a lot of work on the COVID fiasco. But here's from the article. The latest of the Twitter files is reported by Alex Berenson who was granted access to messaging systems from the Times before Elon Musk took over. His first round of reporting concerns the role of Scott Gottlieb, who is a perfect example of an influencer who is technically outside of government, but might as well be a powerful official within it. Gottlieb's main gig is now as a senior fellow of the American Enterprise Institute in Washington, D.C., but he also serves as a board member of Pfizer. Before jo joining AEI and Pfizer, he headed the Food and Drug Administration under Trump from 2017 to 2019. Before that, he was at Health and Human Services as a member of its Federal Health IT Policy Committee from 2013 to 2017. In August 2021, he wrote Twitter to complain about a tweet from his successor at the FDA, Brett Girard. Girard wrote a report, the results of a study in Israel, that clearly demonstrated what most anyone could have known even without the study. Natural immunity is superior to vaccinated immunity. So he shut that down. Gottlieb complained that the tweet is corrosive and might go viral. Twitter acted by slapping a misleading tag on the tweet, one that still remains to this day. So they have proof in an email. This is Paul Alexander. Everything the government told us about COVID, from the virus to the lockdowns, to the COVID gene injection vaccine was a lie, 100% lie. PCR test was a lie, overcycled. It's a process, not a test. Yeah, they lied about everything. It's the government. It's the American government. It's the people who run it, but it's it's really the government. And it's incredible. This is just a list of all the dirtbags who went to the WEF forum. 
uh, last week. Samantha Power, Administrator, U.S. Agency for International Development. Her husband is Cass Sunstein. John Kerry, Skull and Bones. Brian Kemp, why is he there? Governor for Georgia. He's sus. Christopher Ray, super sus. Federal Bureau of Investigation. Why do you have to go there? Incredible. Gretchen Whitmer, J.B. Pritzker, just clown after clown. It's unbelievable. This is a Midwestern doctor. He writes, we now have definitive proof Pfizer committed fraud. And what Pfizer claimed is in the vaccines is not what's there. So that's huge. Fraud is a huge allegation to put forward. So since that time, we did our best to vet the discovery and sent it out to independent parties who could validate it. Based on the feedback we have received, I am now most certain it is true, and today I will try to explain the significance of it. One of the things that is less appreciated about governance is that governments will never have the resources to address every single problem that arises in their territory. Because of this, governments inevitably prioritize addressing problems which would otherwise cause them to lose money and will prioritize protecting the interest of the upper class who support government officials. So, This is uh, about Brooks' lawsuit. She showed that Pfizer, beyond a shadow of a doubt, intentionally committed fraud, and the fraud directly undermined the entire basis for their product. This is another article. Why are only some people getting ill from the vaccines? One of the early observations with the COVID-19 vaccines is that the response to them was much more variable than what we typically associated with a pharmaceutical product. Many felt awful for a prolonged period. Some people had severe reactions. Far too many died, but many others had no reaction at all. This suggested to me at least one of the following was true. There are certain predisposing factors to having severe reactions to the vaccine. Hot lots, that, lots that are significantly more toxic, are being deliberately tested on the population. <clears throat> so it's an interesting article. I'm not going to go read the whole thing in its entirety. But it goes into the fact that this fraud has taken place. So I think it shows that these people can be, be sued. There's just tons of fraudulent data in a lot of these uh, studies is what they're finding. It's not just this whole situation, this uh, COVID situation. He says, writes here, the brief, this brief segment provides the best case I've seen that there are systemic quality control issues in producing these vaccines. This is why there are different mRNA doses between the lots, hence why some lots are much more toxic and widespread contamination in the vaccines. So they're contaminated. The final product isn't a good product. I mean, it's pretty incredible. 
And these blots, they found out that the blots that they put out, and some of the slides will go into it, were fraudulent. So there's just tons of fraud. They're exposing so much fraud. People are going through the data. They probably never expected so many people to look into this whole fiasco, but some people much smarter than me and much more scientifically inclined are looking through the stuff and it's just uncovering fraud after fraud after fraud. So a lot of these blots are fake. This is the Vigilant Fox. You will all have implants. Klaus Schwab and the Google co-founder look ahead to transhumanism. Can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our brains and I can immediately feel what you are feeling because you all will have implants. Yeah, pass. Again, uh, the FDA approved remdesivir based on a trial in which three out of the 53 children died. The trial was conducted, conducted by Gilead the developer of remdesivir. There was no control group. The mortality of rate against children with COVID was 0.005%. Mortality rate of children with remdesivir, 5.6%. Much worse. They still push it. This is Liz Churchill. On page 67 of the Pfizer documents, they stated, do not have skin contact, be in the same room, or even breathe if you've been vaccinated around a pregnant woman for a month. This is their own data, Dr. Ryan Cole. Wow. They knew it was toxic. This is a video of uh, the three presidents together saying get vaccinated. I've mentioned this before. This is Bill Gates and catastrophic contagion, a global challenge exercise. So they're wargaming it all over again to implement it on you, unsuspecting populace. This is just uh, something that's kind of a corollary about the contempt for human life by these people or other people's lives. But there are Canadian doctors who are euthanizing people. One has euthanized 400 and another has helped 300 die. And it's called Dying with Dignity Canada. Ellen Wiebe and Stephanie Green. I wonder how much they're getting paid for each one. But it is so sick. The incentives to kill people are off the charts. This is James Santolo, Javier Becerra, HHS Secretary, renews the COVID-19 U.S. public health emergency. So they're just going to have a permanent emergency. So it's on for another three months, I guess. Nashville Sprites. Deborah Wilson, Michigan, was pregnant when she got her booster. Both Deborah and her unborn baby, Giovanna, passed away due to complications. According to Deborah's mother, Patty Curtin, Patty has tragically lost five family members in the last year. Wow. So their daughter died and then the baby died from the shot. Incredible. This is a slide, what Fauci knew and when he knew it, preparing for and preventing the next public health emergency. 
House investigation has been announced. There are seven things Fauci knew and hid from the public. Witnesses are going to provide key facts that will break the spell over the rest of the public. Good. That's James Lyons Weller. Weiler. This does not bode well for Mr. Fauci and those involved in the cover-up. One, Fauci understood that American tax dollars went to Echo Health Alliance and that money was then funneled to the Wuhan Institute of Virology Lab in China. Two, Fauci knew Echo Health Alliance was given an exemption from the pause of, on gain-of-function research. Three, Fauci knew that the security standards at the WIV lab in China were deficient. Four, Fauci knew that Echo Health Alliance was not in compliance with its grant reporting requirements and that failed to adhere to the standing terms of the funding contract. Fauci also knew that the gain-of-function research was in fact being conducted in the WIV lab in China. And Fauci also knew that the standard PICO interagency review process was not followed in approving the grant to Echo Health Alliance. Fauci knew that the virus likely came from the lab where the U.S. taxpayer dollars were sent. The same deadly virus outbreak led to 6 million deaths around the world. Importantly, what did Fauci do when he had this information? On February 1st, 2020, what did Fauci do with this? Did he tell the president? Did he tell the chief of staff? Did he tell his boss, Secretary Azar? Redfield, Burks, Gerard? No, he organized a conference call on February 1st, 2020 at 2 p.m. with Mr. Collins and 11 virologists from around the world to who he had been handling, handing out American tax dollars for years and years and years. So he tried to cover it up. He's going to get in trouble. This is a Midwestern doctor. This is a quick illustration of why we concluded Pfizer's blots were most likely artificially created. The values appear to have been copied, which should not be possible if the process was actually done. So they copied from some other place. This is just uh, spike protein is in your body much longer than they said. 436 billion copies of spike protein circulating freely in plasma a month after the gene therapy vaccine in kids. Their hearts will never fully recover. You knew that, didn't you? But it's there's more than that here. So. Peter Halligan, excellent piece. UK criminals are withholding data that confirms their guilt of negligent mass homicide. Even when you exclude deaths within a 14 to 21 days of injections, where 90% of deaths occur, the data to May 2022 is conclusive. Where's the data for the rest of 2022? Evidential data must be provided. Even when we double secret steel man this case, there's no benefit, just harm. El Gato Malo. So they're killing people. There's huge amounts of excess deaths right now in 2022 among worse than 50 years. That's BBC reporting that. This is Andrew Bridgen. I mentioned him earlier. He spoke earlier. He was an MP suspended from the Conservative Party. An interesting document showing the manipulation of social media by the White House. I'm sure the same was going on in the UK. And given the current MSM narrative across the world, it still is. Yep, you're probably right. Andrew Bridgen, again, we know the vaccines are causing serious harms, and now it's becoming increasingly clear how they are doing it. No wonder so many people are ill since vaccination. 
and it's, he's quoting Robert F. Kennedy, who shows that research shows the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein obliterates 90% of the DNA repair mechanisms in, in lymphocytes, white blood cells that help your body fight infection and, and chronic disease. <coughs> the evidence keeps stacking up regarding COVID-19 vaccine harms. When will their administration be suspended and an independent inquiry initiated? This is interesting. They had some like textbook about how to explain away if things go wrong. These examples and things like that. An infant has died of sudden infant death syndrome within 24 hours after having been immune, immunized, yeah, vaccinated. Then they tell you how to respond. Engage with local media. Engage with community leaders. The objective is to maintain or restore the public's trust in administered vaccine and in the national immunization program health workers. Wow. Pelham writes, Dr. Robert Malone, the WEF should be shut down and all young global leaders and globalists should be removed from office. Agreed. There's Borla should be arrested. Pelham, Pfizer CEO Albert Borla should be arrested and charged with fraud. Pfizer attempted to hide the 1300 side effects for 75 years, sent blank safety sheets with the vaccines influenced government officials, and didn't even test transmission efficacy. Yeah, should be arrested. Steve Kirsch. I couldn't have said this any better. I was fooled into taking two Moderna shots. I am livid about that. They knew it was unsafe from the VAERS data at the time and never told anybody. All perfectly legal. They also knew, but totally downplayed the absence of data demonstrating any benefit from vaccine or boosting healthy people who had previously recovered from COVID. Yeah, so covered that up. This is Donald Trump, December 18th, 2020. Congratulations, the Moderna vaccine is now available. And Dr. Groves responds, don't get it. mRNA has the potential to kill and injure. Foreign RNA alters target and non-target expression of genes, causes autoimmunity leads to clot formation and strokes and long-term chronic immunity and even cancer. So they knew it at the time. And Trump still promoting, he said he saved 100 million people just recently. Steve Kirsch doesn't think that there was anything done to reduce population. <laughs> hes I don't know what he's thinking because you have an increase in deaths and a decrease in births. There's something happening. Put it together, Tiger. Not that hard. The CDC writes here, there's some time to get a flu vaccine. You can find flu vaccines near you. Take her somewhere special. Go get the kill shot. Chicky Leaks. Whoa, absolutely busted. Great work on Blotgate Midwestern Doc. Put this into a visible format. Now we need criminal investigations. This is not going away. Agreed. Steve Kirsch, the reason for blaming the vax is because one, that's what the data shows. And two, everyone quoted in these articles refuses to discuss this with us in an open forum. There are no exceptions. We've all tried to reach out and they never return our, our calls. Pierre Corey, last week I rightly took aim at Peter Hotez for doing incredible damage promoting ineffective and toxic COVID vaccines. This week it's Paul Offit who is doing incredible damage, approving ineffective and toxic COVID vaccines might take down. 
This is uh, Bridgen suspended as Tory MP over COVID vaccine comments. He writes here, as one consultant cardiologist said to me, this is the biggest crime against humanity since the Holocaust. So that's the statement he said that was that was supposedly anti-Semitic and then got him kicked off. They just wanted him kicked off for talking about the kill shot. And uh, that's really probably was the really, this was the pretext. It's calling him a Jew hater or anti-Semite. This is Bridgen again. No, so no mention of the elephant in the room is the failure of the NHS, also responsible for the current excess deaths in all other countries that administer the gene therapy mRNA vaccines. 1,000 excess deaths each week as the NHS buckles. This is Chief Nerd Bombshell. New FOIA documents reveal the COVID pandemic was a DOD operation dating back to Obama. The Pentagon controlled the COVID-19 program from the very beginning, and everything we were told was political theater covered up right down to the FDA vaccine approval. This is the 2016 Obama-era Cures Act. Clinical testing of investigational medical devices and drugs no longer requires the informed consent of the subjects if the testing poses no more than minimal risk to the subjects and includes safeguards. Wow, so you don't get informed consent anymore. Obama did that to you. Oh, he must be the greatest president ever. We need to talk about excess death. The government, its agencies, and the mainstream media have failed us. It's up to us citizens to sort this mess out. Some important things have happened this week. One of the most important was the suspension of MP Andrew Bridgen. It's important because, like many of us truthers over the last couple of years, he has simply become the latest victim of censorship. He has committed no crime. All he has done is dared to challenge the shamefully deceitful narrative that the COVID vaccine has saved lives. The other important thing is Elgato publicly humiliating the ONS. He has diligently reanalyzed their vaccine effectiveness data to show that the vaccinated were already dying proportionally more than the unvaccinated up to May last year when the ONS callously stopped reporting. Joe Smalley. Gotcha. Gleeful Tory's knife, Andrew Bridgen. Parliament has shown itself to be a criminal conspiracy against the people of this country. It no longer represents the British people or their interest in any way at all. And its main ambition appears to be no less than to enslave and impoverish us. You can apply that to the U.S. There was a fuse lit in the 1945 general election in the misguided belief that the Marxist socialism would improve the lot of humanity. It has come to a head almost 80 years later in the strangling of free speech, the betrayal of medical autonomy, the imposition of state controls, and the wanton destruction of the energy supply and economy. This is Dave Cartlands. I really don't think I've ever seen a thread this overwhelmingly united and angry in such volumes. This is what the big cracks appearing in the dam look like. And this is uh, Hancock, the disgusting and dangerous anti-Semitic, anti-vax, anti-scientific conspiracy theories spouted by a sitting MP this morning are unacceptable and have absolutely no, no place in our society. <clears throat> so Hancock went after him. This is Simon Godek. Two years ago, Dr. Drosten 
published a paper on the COVID PCR test in the journal Euro Surveillance, where he is a member of the editorial board. That article formed the basis of the current global agenda. In this thread, I will explain the scandal of epic proportions. Professor Christina Pagel, Tories acted to chuck Bridgen out of the party for his obscene misinformation on Vax. What are UK medical societies doing about the Dr. Malotra who fed him the lies and misinformation? Why the silence? So she's on board for censorship. This is Emerald Robinson. Yesterday, Logan Holgate died of cardiac event. He was 18. Two days ago, Jordan Brister died of a cardiac event. He was 18. Three days ago, Hunter Brown died, died of a cardiac event. He was 21. Our children are dying suddenly every day now. Yes, they are. Sophia Dahl, Operation Lockstep from Rockefeller Foundation, Scenarios for the Future of Technology and International Development. So look up Lockstep. Adam Gertner, I'm back. Thank you, Elon Musk. I was banned for exposing smoking gun of ivermectin suppression. This has been successfully buried for years. Watch Dr. Hill squirm as he admits his paper on ivermectin back in January 21 was falsified by Bill Gates' unitaid. Hashtag Fauci files. Wow. <clears throat> Harriet Hall, this is Kirk Hall, Harriet's husband. I know Harriet's work was followed and admired by many of you. It is with great sadness that I must tell you my beloved wife passed away quietly and unexpectedly in her sleep last night. Please take care. I think she was a pro-vaccination person. This is Rena from Greece. A colleague left suddenly this morning. Doctors are chewing on their words. Relatives say it was a side effect of a vaccine. He had no health issue that led him there. Find them in front of you, you bees who convinced and forced them to do it. Should colleges be held liable for damages caused by COVID-19 vaccine mandates? Results from recent survey question with 526,000 impressions from Twitter. So 100% said yes. So I think that was it. This is uh, a vaccine injured guy saying, you absolute little rat, Matt, Matt Hancock, come face to face with myself and the vaccine injured and bereaved. This is Jennifer. <clears throat> In the last 48 hours, three friends and five contacts have approached me for help with their teenage daughters, marathon running neighbors, and partners who have become disabled by the long COVID pots. Some of these people are themselves physicians. This is major crisis. Hashtag not a cold. Priscilla Presley confirms death of Lisa Marie Presley, only child with Elvis of a reported cardiac arrest. She was very young. She took the shot. Dancer Michael flatly diagnosed with aggressive form of cancer. Creator and star of the hit show. Gregory Yee passed away, 33 years old. Shot update. I'm about 23 hours Post shot. I'm achy, have no energy, and generally feel like a shipping container fell on me, but it's worth it. 
<clears throat> this is Jameson Tolo reporting on a vaccine injured. I'm a 48-year-old man, multiple blood clots in my lungs, ventricular tachycardia, widespread vascular neuropathy. I require caretakers to wash me and cook for me. Before your vaccine, I had a successful career. I was healthy. This is what your safe vaccine has done to me. Sarah Gray, Ohio, passed away unexpectedly. Strep and low blood pressure sent her body into shock. My opinion, if you didn't have the COVID and didn't know you were sick until after the shot, it's not long hauler or long COVID vaccine injury. It's a depleted immune system. Tatiana Patitz, one of an elite group of famed supermodels who graced magazine covers in the 1990s, has died suddenly. She's passed away at the age of 56. Her cause of death has been reported, reported as illness. U.S. Air Force Academy, with heavy hearts, we share the loss of a cadet. C-3C Hunter Brown died Monday after suffering a medical emergency while he was on his way to class. Our thoughts are with his family, friends, teammates, and fellow cadets. Yeah, the horror, the horror. It's the end of the river. It's apocalypse now. It's terrible. It's a disaster. It's not stopping. The Biden administration is culpable. Morally culpable, legally culpable. It's off the charts. Thank you for listening.